0: I'm sure there's a lot of dumb shit about tri types out there. And, um, you know, this I think would just be funny us talking about why we, like, why the different names were chosen or what it evokes. And, and, uh, like, much better getting at the tri types instead of being like, this is the king or this is the scholar or this is the whatever, because Mm. this is like, you're just making fun of everybody. You know, it's like, it's a little bit neutral. So, like, we're shitting on everybody. And it's also like, you know, you don't meet a king. You meet uh, (laughs) a whiny tears. (laughs) 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 The
1: Big Hormone Enneagram.
0: Hi, I'm John Lukovic. Uh, sexual self-pres for the five-wing four-five-eight trifix. Hi, I'm David
2: Gray. Self-pres sexual nine with one nine-seven-four trifix. What up? It's Emika. I'm an eight-wing seven, seven. Sexual self-pres with eight-five-four
1: fixes. Hi,
3: I'm Nancy. I am a self-pres social three-wing four with a three-six-nine trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe us on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review.
0: Yeah. Like, we all know that there's somebody that's, like, you know, like a Stockholm Syndrome. Like, we, you meet that person. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, and, and a plus, like, I don't know if any other podcast is done just, like, the tri-types.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of a fringe concept, yeah. it seems like. not many
3: people even talk about tri-types. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't believe in that. Right, <laughs> and we should start
0: and, saying trifix. Fuck trifix. Oh right, oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. trifix. You know, I think what I what I also also like about this podcast is like actually funny enneagram stuff coming from it, rather than just dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. There's like no sense of humor in the enneagram. Mm. Yeah, kind yeah.
1: of. And I a lot of times, I think the, the sense of humor can be an effective way to get people understand stuff, concepts, and ideas because it's. Humor is much more honest sometimes than just trying to be accurate on its own. Probably works as a memory thing, too.
0: Yeah, totally. absolutely. And mm-hmm. you'll probably know, like, a Kyle, you know? <laughs> like, oh, that's a Kyle in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Big Hormone Enneagram. Today, we are going to be talking about what Harry Potter house are related to the types. Just kidding, we hate Harry Potter. Today, we're going to talk about the it tri- fixes Trifix is a concept meaning trifixation that Oscar Chazo came up with, and um, it's been subsequently adapted by Catherine Favre, um, and she calls it tri-type with a little bit of variation. You know, these is, this is the way, the idea is that you have a dominant type, you're a one, you're a two, whatever, and a one, for example, is located in the body center with nine and eight, but uh, ones will have a way they relate to their emotional center and their self image, which will be um, expressed through the lens of type two, type three, or type four. So if you are a one with a two fix, that's going to mean that you have um, qualities of the two in, um, you know, how that one-ishness is expressed. Uh, Likewise, the thinking center of the one will be expressed in the style of one of the thinking types, five, six, and seven. So, when you put these all together, they kind of make a, a very specific flavor and a very specific archetype. And we have been um, drawing on that vocabulary and using some of that in some of these calls and so, or podcasts or whatever. So, we're hoping that um, this is a way to better understand the energies and qualities of the tri fixes without. Um, Sometimes I see people mythologizing and idealizing certain trifixes online and then denigrating others. And so I hope this will just humiliate all of them. Yeah.
3: We want everyone and to equally hate themselves.
0: Yes. The
1: FARVs have their names for the tritypes. And for a lot of the tritypes, are just not very either accurate or adequate. For example, I believe for 458, she calls it the scholar, which is too generic and doesn't really doesn't really describe what really it. doesn't really get it like what do you if, if you say the scholar does that give you an any sort of sense of what the four or five eight archetype is about no like just a bunch of names a lot of times so hopefully this adds a lot of color to what these tri-types and archetypes are actually like and shits on everybody at the same time
2: <laughs> i think it i think it actually gets to the accuracy just with the enneagram all around to dig into the ugly Right. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: I've, I've found these uh, tribe fixes really helpful when talking with David just because I sense people's energies before I really can figure out what exactly they do that makes them this, that, or another mm-hmm. type. So I've found them really helpful just because I can be like, oh, I have a picture of you in my head now and I can judge you.
0: Yes, <laughs> David uh, I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit more on getting it ugly and why that is uh, so helpful in clarifying type like why, why not just dwell on the healthy stuff I think that's a really good point
4: hmm.
0: what would I say there <laughs> what human. would an entity
3: called <laughs> David huh. Gray
2: say what, in this situation what yeah. would
3: a human speak what would,
2: would I just say huh <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: as enneagram dad, sure.
2: Well, <laughs> let's <laughs> yeah. see. Well, I, I don't know. It just it's, it's just real. It's just more. Um, it's it articulates it better than if you're talking about positive qualities. And enneagram is hell. <laughs> you know, it's all it's it's hells, right? Mm-hmm. These are all hells. Re- these mm-hmm. are all really bad problems. Tri fixes are a certain you know. Like a ricochet that forms a shape or something and it and it architecturalizes up into a theme or themes that keep
0: repeating you know well, just like a theme, it just keeps repeating a pattern what that evokes for me though why I think it's helpful is because yeah, as you're saying that the types do represent hells, and while there's things we appreciate and are funny and things that are uh like valuable and useful about all the types um. You know, it gets at a lot of the the major themes and purposes, I think, of even having this podcast, which is trying to get away from this sort of hyper-redemptive, hyper-positive, like everything is healing and moving towards goodness and yeah. trying to jump over the ugly. Because the point of seeing the Enneagram is to see the ugly. The point is to see what we're stuck in, where we actually are, and not to try to congratulate ourselves prematurely for our health or well-being or whatever, because we can clearly see that we live in a really fucked up world. And if you do inner work, inner work is not about getting as healthy and positive and, and good as you can get. It's it's really about seeing what's here and encountering the jungle of your personality and the making the unconscious conscious, which is not necessarily or doesn't feel like at least a redemptive healing journey. It feels like an encounter with the mud yeah it's it's it helps with self observation as part of what you're
2: saying, right. Yes. The more yeah. clearly articulated how the ugly manifests and the and the particular flavor of the ugly and the flavor of the mud, mm-hmm. the more you're gonna be actually catching yourself in the act of doing the patterns.
3: Mm-hmm. I think it's also helpful to know the negatives just because we as humans probably tend to know our <laughs> faults better than we actually know our strengths. So people probably would find it easier to relate to like the, the hell of their personality than the like airy-fairiness.
0: Yeah. Well, I think uh, Nancy, I think it was in the end of the last call with o- o- OD that you were talking about, um, No, or maybe it was the call before that, I don't remember, but you were talking about <laughs> being a, a, a Bermuda type and nine or three nine six and um and the kind of feeling a call to be part of the universal thing like being the universe needs you in some way universal and, citizen
3: mm-hmm. yeah it's like yeah universal and, citizen yeah
0: and you know like as a four and you know, whatever uh, I hear universal citizen and I cringe right right. And, but then hearing the way that you understood that and the way that you, uh, expressed it, it and what it meant for you, I thought was quite beautiful. And it made me appreciate mm. that in a way that my foreness of wanting my individuality, like hyper narcissistic around individuality, I could really appreciate that energy. And, and, and it didn't feel so antagonistic to my both trifix and main type, mm. um, David, you
1: talked about how the attachment types are kind of tapping into some kind of like the universal or the human family, like the, mm-hmm. the universal human family. Like we're all part of mm-hmm. something greater than ourselves and, and how that tied into like why uh, attachment types tend to have something called the work ethic, you know, to get up every day. <laughs>
4: and,
1: you know, I'm going to have a part to play in this big human
2: family, you know. And, and to get into some of the ugly is there's an anxiety then about that participation, right? Mm-hmm. And that keeps it going. You know, you've got some concern, some actual concern about your role and whether you're doing enough, whether you're doing it right and, you know, how much you should be present and the significance of your participation and
3: or how the big Or crushing small. awareness that someone else out there is also doing what you're doing, but probably doing it better. Yeah. That's my three take on it. So you know, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> is is that mean that as a Bermuda three, that the sense of comparison is even more intense for you?
3: Probably, because you- I mean, because I'm like I said, I'm just crushingly aware that like I'm just totally average. So, so it's just, yeah. So as a three, it's like, ah, like I remember one of my managers one time, he was like, um, if you, if you ever like lose your, um, you know, your, uh, work ethic or whatever, just think about how someone else out there is, is working harder than you. And I literally just wanted to look, turn around and scream at him and be like, that's my entire life. Like, you don't get to say that to me.
0: Uh, yeah. Before we get into the try. Fixes. Uh, what I think will be helpful and useful for listeners um, is understanding triadics. And triadics is the idea that throughout the enneagram there's repetitions of threes. And it's sort of like if you can uh, identify a trait or a quality in one type, very likely, more than likely, two other types also share that trait. And what you end up having to do is put together these different layers of triads. And so um there are if you're if you're listening and you got like a pen and paper, this might be helpful to write down or just to have in a, as a visual. Um, so if we go along the enneagram, the first triads, first th- set of three, is obviously the body, the heart, and the mind. And you know we're not I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about what all these mean because we've covered that. And you probably, if you've followed along and been interested in the, this podcast uh, thus far, you probably have some sense of that, but. Body types eight nine one, heart types two three four, mental types five six seven. Okay, so that's the main main triads. And when we talk about uh, those are the centers. And when we talk about a tri tri fix, um, we're marking one type in one of in in one category of the body, one type in the heart, and one type in the mind. Um, but building on that, and we just referred earlier to attachment attachment is the object relation triad. and I'm not going to go into all what that means but the there's three three categories of object relations which are attachment, which is the type 9, uh, type 3, and type 6. There's three categories of frustration, which is an object relation, which is uh, type 4, type 1, and type 7. And then you've got rejection, which is type 5, type 8 and type 2. So that's the second, grouping of triadics that we'll be drawing on. Third grouping called the Hornavians. Uh, I believe this was uh, from the work of a woman named Catherine Horney, who um, I think Naranjo attributed to the Enneagram. And I think Naranjo also attributed the object relations to the Enneagram types too. But anyway, Hornavians. Uh, so the withdrawn types, 9, 4, and 5. The aggressive or assertive types, 3, 8, And seven. And then the superego are also called compliant types. They're most identified with their superego. Six, one, and two. Finally, the fourth triadic that we'll be drawing on is uh, the harmonics. And these are, um, I think that Don Riso and Russ Hudson might have put these on the Enneagram. And I think that they're in Wisdom of the Enneagram uh, if you're interested. But uh, beginning again with nine, there's the positive outlook types. Uh, these are types that tend to look on the bright side of things, not necessarily like the the good in things, but there's a way that sort of like let's get this over with. Um, so that is nine, seven, and two. It's kind of this if you were to map it onto the the visual of the enneagram symbol, it would look like a, a three that skips a type. So seven, nine, two. The competent types are one, three, and five, and then the emotionally reactive types are four six and eight and you put all these together and you get a really clear sense of where you're sort of you're stacked too high on a particular quality and where you're missing other qualities and so um but you start to see what you're really like like nancy the who you're speaking to is a triple attachment type uh so that's going to give her a lot of things that we'll get into when we get into the bermuda triangle Right, uselessness a lot of uselessness. Um, whereas, like I and Emeka and I are both the same trifix, but different main types. So I'm a four five eight. Emeka is an eight five four. And so what that means is that we're both we have two reactive types, four and eight. We have uh, two withdrawn types, five and four. Uh, we have no positive outlook. We have one competency type, type five. No compliant. No times. compliant. No super ego. And. Uh, you know, two reaction. rejection types, um, eight and five, and then one frustration type and two reactionary types for and and two reactionary types. So, uh, what that, you know, like that would help us if, to grow. We need to sometimes engage that positive outlook and we need to, um, sometimes consider what a super ego would feel like. And, um, you know, it, it shows you these sort of this layout, this bias there's, there's so much we could go into. Maybe we'll go into more at the end of why that's you. Why I mean, should anyone give a fuck about traits? So, so I mean, I mean, at first, the most easy and practical thing to see about it is is how different people of the same type and even type in instinctual stacking can be, mm-hmm. and how the thinking processes and and, and emotional life and uh, the way boundaries are held in the body center uh, are so radically different, even with people of the same type, and you start to see why you resonate with certain people and other people really turn you off because they're either expressing qualities that are difficult for you or they're or very antithetical to the, your, your tri-fix. But also, like I was just saying, you see where you're sort of over-heavy in certain facets of the Enneagram and where you're really lacking. And if you want to understand other people uh, and yourself, you need to see both of those things. You need to see, oh, they're coming from you know whatever and you're coming from wherever. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's just like expanding the use and capacity and insight of the Enneagram because it's getting far more specific than just knowing, oh, uh, this dude is a seven and he, you know, I'm relating to this seven through this stuff. Some sevens are extremely outgoing and extroverted and others are far more introverted and don't seem like classic sevens on the, on the face of it. So how do you discern the difference? What's going on there? How are they relating to their aggression? How are they relating to their self-image, and how is their thinking, you know, process?
1: Yeah, I I think for me, because um, when I first got into it, there's just, enneagram just seemed to have so many different concepts and so many things you needed to know, and I wanted to find like an like an origin sort of way to integrate everything that mattered. And so I would tend to tell people that every human being has a heart, head, and body, and mm. a way of managing each of those centers, like different centers of intelligence mm-hmm. and that your core type is in one of those centers but you still deal with the issues of each of those centers in a certain way and mm-hmm. I tell that to people from the beginning um so that they can think about those three centers and the way that they might okay so in my heart center this is how I handle heart and self-image issues um but you have a core type which is your your home center but the, others, the way you're dealing with those other centers shapes the way that you express or they come together to express a certain life path and certain archetype. And it's really important to understand how you're dealing with, if you're a body type, how you're dealing with your heart center issues mm-hmm. and how you're dealing with your head center issues. Like you have to actually know that, it's not an option. So just to get people to think that trifix is not like a nice to have concept, like it's actually important just as mm-hmm. figuring out your core type to know. How am I dealing with heart stuff? How am I dealing with head stuff? How am I dealing with body stuff? and of course, to figure out like what is the core center that i'm in, but all those centers are important um, so it becomes an an essential concept it's not just something you should it might be a nerdy thing that you need to know. This is some important shit that you need to work on, you know yeah so yeah,
3: I think this is where like the real work comes in like it's nice to know all about your type, but I feel like this is where the rubber meets the road I guess.
2: Trifix also just illustrates, you know, why there's so many different kinds of people. There's not just nine kinds of people, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. and if you do, you know, 27 uh Trifix archetypes uh times 6 stackings, I think that's like 162 types. Yeah. You know? So that's the other aspect of Trifix is just the colorful cast of characters for one thing speaking from my 974 triple fantasy you know just all the different colors right it's just uh, it's uh, a lot of different flavors and it's different shapes and you know
0: styles and and energies in terms of uh getting at where people who are listening can find more <coughs> information there's not a lot out there but i really recommend david emica with our friend and frequent guest Joseph have a website called Enneagrammer.com, and then David himself has his own website called anyasite.com and they both have really good distinctions and gestalt kind of uh vibes where you can get a feel for the energy of the type.
1: Yeah, and David fixes. came up with something called uh fixes and stems which is really helpful in terms of if you know your core type then you can look at how your secondary fixes uh come together like you can, of course, you can look at the three types coming together as a tri, as an archetype, but you can also look at two types coming together as a, a stem, um, which can say, if, if I'm in core eight, then my five and four fixes sort of shapes the direction that my core eight energy is going into, which is more um, internal, underworld, uh, existential type of focus uh, for an eight, which would be unusual for an eight. Mm-hmm. So the stems, the fixes and the stems can... Um, make it easier if you know your core type to say, okay, where is my core type
2: energy going? And having that as a, um, a way to conceptualize tri-type has been helpful. And so again, just to be clear on the concept. So like if you're eight, five, four, and the term stem means you've got an eight, five stem, you've got a five, four stem, and you've got a four, eight stem within your trifix.
0: So I think, so we made a list of, uh, names that are supposed to kind of roast each trifix yeah so we feel like the best way to understand them uh as in terms of just listening and going through them is not to give you these sort of long expositions of these sort of big archetypes and blah 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 but um to roast each type because you might not have met a warrior king prince scholar but you've definitely met a kyle or you've definitely met a bermuda or you've definitely met you know whatever and so each of them are roast. so we're gonna you know ho- hopefully if one Hertz, uh, that's yours. And um, we came up with these. So, like, I made, a, I started making a list of names, and then uh, all four of us contributed. And then uh, an executive committee of the chief council of Enneagram Universe, uh, you know, also contributed. It's not just that we all came up with these names, like, it was a collaborative effort. And, and they're then, not just roasts, they're also accurate. They're trying yeah, to yeah. Be accurate yeah. roasts. Accurate <laughs> right. roasts. We're and also we're not going in like oh nine four seven or seven nine four. We're just gonna go four seven nine, and that's gonna cover people who are dominant nine, dominant seven, or dominant four, but have that combination. Yeah, so that's clear. Yeah. So it's not we're we're only going through. We're not going through every. This is
3: not gonna be like a three hour
0: thing. Yeah. <laughs> or All right. So f- first, uh, try fix combination is four seven nine, and we call this. Huh? And uh, this is David. And David. <laughs> Tell me about myself. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, he does say, huh, a lot.
0: Well, part of this combination, you've got nine, seven, and four. So you've got two positive outlook types, seven and nine. And you've got nine and four, which are both withdrawn. Uh, and all four of those types have a kind of um, imaginative quality. And so, uh, you know, sevens often project about the fantasies of the future and they have a sort of idealistic sort of outlook. And nines can be the philosopher of the universe that is just sort of out in the stars and in space. And so nine and seven together, create This very like uh, elfy kind of star child. And then with the four, you get this also the sort of romantic and, and, and you know, the, the, the star child that can go into the caves. And so you get this little mm-hmm. cave elf thing. And so a lot of times, you know, and, and and then so there's this just this sort of naive, imaginative, not very grounded, not very practical combination. And when you first meet people like this, often you're like, What the fuck are they talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah almost like overly creative for its own sake when it's yeah. not required, just constantly to
3: be creative just to be creative Yeah,
1: yes feeding on its own creativity so it's just like sometimes it's like dude what
3: it's got <laughs> stars sometimes... in its
0: eyes kind of quality
3: <laughs> sometimes david kind of reminds me of like really slippery slime i don't know if you guys watch those <laughs> yep. slime videos but like when you try to grab slime and it just goes through your fingers and through your hands and you can't really grab it and, there you go yeah and it's but it's stuck to you but it's not stuck to you and it, yeah that's what so imagine that.
2: that. So verbally, that would be like, "What the hell is this?" It's like, yes, exactly. Huh? Yeah. You're
3: trying. You're like, "Oh, so we're talking about this," and they're like, "Well, no, 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 because I don't like being pinned down to this one thing. So really, we're talking about this." It's
2: yeah. got a Peter Pan quality. As mm-hmm. Part of it. Yeah, it's like fantastical depth
1: and just <laughs> overly imaginative, fantastical depth, which is like you can't actually <laughs> grasp what the fuck this is. Yeah.
3: but he also doesn't grasp it
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that's the extra huh
3: (laughs) david doesn't know what the fuck is going on either
0: (laughs) and and uh you know so seven nine and four are all types that don't like to be pinned down like they all have a way of like nines disperse sevens mercurially jump out fours like no you don't understand
4: yeah and when all
0: those are working together Yep. makes it very hard to, like, grab anything concrete. But, like, they might say, like, like uh, our friend Tara, who's been on the call, will, like, say things, and there's things that are, like, really beautiful in what she says, but you're sort of, like, lost in, like, w- wait, w- what is this about? Like, <laughs> huh? Yeah. It does uh, have a kind of druggish, psychedelic thing that's part of the, huh? Uh, yeah. Psilocybin. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the tri-types, tri-fixes uh, show up. And the collages really well too right yes they do mm-hmm. yeah anything else to say about this we want to keep going we got to keep going, <laughs> going, going, going.
4: yeah <laughs> all right
0: four seven eight uh, is called revolving door rehab and uh we got four and eight which are double reactive types um reactive meaning like they want to know where you stand and there's a lot of push there um to kind of get it what's what's really happening kind of make things happen in that sense like like what's what's real here and plus with the seven, so you have uh, probably uh, in each center, you have the most, in a sense, uninhibited type in terms of self-expression. Like four can be very self-conscious, but at the same time, four is also like let my freak flag fly. And so then you're amped that up with seven and eight, where it's like, we're going to have more chaos and we're going to expand with that eight energy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you get some pretty intense... Flavor personality here, where it's like very all out there, and both highly individualistic and highly like let's start some shit. Yeah, highly into their own pleasure, like
1: into their own yeah. self-interest. So I liked revolving revolving door rehab because you can't escape the the theme of drugs with four seven eight. It's especially when you have seven and eight and four. There's not a whole lot in there that's that saying that you shouldn't. Indulge. you shouldn't do this yeah you should indulge in whatever it is and so i mean there's definitely a, a long history of sevens that get into drugs
2: but i think when you have eight and four fixes it's reminding it's me fun. of amy winehouse is probably that mm-hmm. yep yeah mm-hmm. she's a seven with an eight
3: um so does this type have does this try to fix have any uh competency at all
2: nope
3: no no. Th- uh, okay that's that makes a thing. lot of sense that's the <laughs> other
2: reason why it's uh
3: Cause Cause it it kinda, attachment, kinda,
1: no attachment,
3: no compliant. Yeah, it kind of struck me as that person who's like really into the party and is not going. To <laughs> and it's the itself, biggest brat. Wake up in a ditch, the
0: biggest <laughs> brat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge bratty energy, and uh, yeah, it's like even like so. Even if the person is like a dominant dominant type is four, uh, they're going to be the most loud, intense, showy four with a lot of energy to counter the withdrawnness. Prince. Prince, right.
2: I think Prince well,
0: might no. have a one
1: fix. Yeah, I oh, agree with that right. as well. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree right. with, uh, right. I
0: mean, that's I know right. you,
1: John doesn't think Bowie's a, uh, a four, but I think, I agree that Bowie likely has a four, seven, eight. That's what I put in there. And he has mm-hmm. a huge drug, um, massive drug problem. <laughs> um, that lasted for years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like just ridiculous drug problem. <laughs> Who else has this tritype? Um, yeah, doing, or do I, I mentioned like, Amy
2: Winehouse? In... Was oh, yeah, yeah, she's got a song about rehab. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I feel like this um, try, try fix would just stress me
2: out. Oh, yeah, you'd be stressed.
3: Yeah,
1: think
2: to what to... Picasso is this try type? Mullen really? Brando. Oh, I love
4: Picasso. Oh,
2: yeah, Pica- uh, that's correct. I think eights, both eights with seven and four. Anthony I Bourdain, Bourdain, I believe. I think, mm. we have. yeah, yeah, of like course. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. Bourdain
2: totally. Yeah, because that's a, that's interesting looking at Bourdain because you got seven that's positive and then four and eight is like really negative, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. And he and he could really zero in on the gritty and the ugly,
0: right? Cool. All right. Anyway, next. Next, we got four, six, nine, and we call this "Whiny Tears." <laughs> Why would we do that? Why
4: would
0: we do that? <laughs> yeah, somebody else take this one. Why would we do that?
1: Well, okay. Um, there, There is, I think in each center, four, six, and nine represents the, like in a, the body center in a way like giving your power away or at mm-hmm. least six and nine are giving mm-hmm. their power away. Yeah. Like I'm being persecuted by some outside <laughs> force. Yep. Um, and in the heart center, four is... I'm already perse- persecuted. I was born persecuted. Yeah, reality <laughs> persecuted me. So uh, it's like the three believe that they're hurt and persecuted and, and everything is out to get them. So it's like it's negative in a self-victimizing kind of way and sort of wearing that sort of drama- dramatic I'm the victim on their sleeve.
3: So mm-hmm. why need Because fours already kind of do that. Yeah. And then yeah. adding the six and nine is just like piling it on top.
2: And it just makes makes it pitiful. But
1: that's
3: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just, yeah.
2: Louis, Louis C K is a good example of a six. With I think that's that. Uh, um, interesting. Yeah, okay. and he's that kind of. I mean, forget the the big story about him or, or whatever, but just that style of his is very much that hmm. whiny
0: thing. And they, they can easily uh, go, especially with like a four in the lead, go into a kind of a like a brooding existential place, you know, but it's 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 not necessarily they're gonna be literally whining and literally tearful, though I think right. that's probably common for this trifix. Uh <clears throat> but you know it's just there is there's like a there's a sense of self-pity that's really a big part of this trifix. All it, uh,
2: one of the terms I've had for it is Charlie Brown, if you guys are familiar.
3: <laughs> it, yeah, which yeah. is just
2: kind of it's it's really mopey, you know yeah. Like looking down and just, you know, it's got a, it's a certain me. flavor of poor me. Yeah. yeah. And even just any two of
1: those fixes, like anytime you have yeah. um, four, six, and nine, any, any two of them alone will get you some of that mopey, right. poor me quality. So this is like
0: mopey on steroids. Four and six together are both reactive. So it's like reactive, but it doesn't have the eight or one... Punch behind That's it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's like, this is what's going on for me, but it doesn't have the kind of fuel to make it a, like an a. I can't elite. do
2: anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I can't mobilize about it.
1: Um, Robert Smith is a four with this combo. Uh, that sounds yeah. right. And yeah, his I music is
0: very, very whiny tears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. All right. Next up. Uh, this is four, six, eight. Oh. So it's three reactive types. It's called God. the public display of affliction. Yeah. Uh, who, who wants to take this one? Go for it.
1: Well, what would I say about this? Tri-type? I think this is probably the most publicly drama instigating tri type. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. the, because the three types are each reactive types, which is, I want to know where everyone's at right now. Like, and six is by itself. A fire starter. It's like a spark bug. Wanted to call out inconsistencies constantly. So that alone itself can be very dramatic. And then eight, eight is out there forcing people to take a look at those inconsistencies. And then four is like the self persecuted drama queen. And so when you put it all together, it's just a flame
2: torch. Yeah, I like the word. Yeah, I like the word incendiary. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, these these types. It's like I mean, the name "public display of affliction" is because they're gonna publicly display fucking every little thing that is not right. You know, they're not necessarily just like public in the sense of like maybe they're a social type or something, but it's just like there's not self containment in this tri type. It is all that's right. Reaction all the time, and uh-huh. the way they think. They can resolve all the drama they're going through is to have reactions that get everything clear and conc- and, and like out on the table, all the cards out there, and let's hash it out. Yep. And so mm-hmm. it's like their own attempts to solve the situation that they're in in terms of their reactions is through the lens of reaction. And so the, it's like an itch that's never quite scratched. You know, the reaction creates more reactions and creates reaction to the people. It's like, what do you mean by that? And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just constant. Yeah, shit going
3: on yeah the six and eight combo kind of always trip trip me out because sixes are are kind of very focused on like getting the crowd to be behind them like getting other people's like um you know kind of just gathering allies and then eight is very like oh I don't give a eight and four kind of get I don't give a fuck what you think of me so then that six is kind of it's it's just a weird kind of
2: yeah, that's a weird Combo. inner conflict. That's yeah. another way, too, to think of with the trifixes is what are the conflicts between them? Mm-hmm. Like each of the stems, they gang up on each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a real problem. Four and eight ganging up against six, because four and eight are natural. <laughs> Are, i know
3: and then the six does not like to be ganged up against <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and and four and eight are you know individualistic and six is wanting to belong you know they're they're thwarting each other uh let's see four and six you've got a piece of the whiny tears there versus eight right yeah eight's whiny tears right and so there's a certain kind of all but all the trifixes have this these kind of internal oppositions like that three-way oppositions where they're fighting against each other and that's part of the hell i think a good celebrity example of i
1: think the what can be good about this tri-type is Walking phoenix and he's one probably mm-hmm. my favorite actor and one thing that's good about uh 468 is that there are they are so it feels like fire and blood like bleeding oh, yeah. out whatever reaction that they're having so when you watch Walking phoenix I I love watching him because it feels, I feel like he's one of the most expressive human beings I've ever seen in terms of just expressing everything, whatever his face is. He's just bleeding out human experience. And what I like, I guess what I could like about 468 is that this is like the most raw, bleeding raw
0: trifix. Yep. Next up, 459 is Mm. The Hateful ghosts, And uh, (laughs) what I like about this is that my ex-girlfriend is a four or five eight four or five nine. Excuse me. So you have three withdrawn types. This is a very withdrawn sacking, um, and it's very common for people who are just withdrawn in general to think they're this trifix. Oh yeah. But True. W- why it's the hateful ghost is because yes, they've got this ghosty. They're they're usually not that present in their body. Uh, it seems like they're like if light hits them too hard, they're going to evaporate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time you get past some of that like soft outer ghostiness and they're fucking hateful and frustrated, you know, that four in there, like even if they're a core nine, that four, that four in there is still going to create this tension and frustration. And then you've got five and nine, which are, I mean, me, five and four, which are both separating themselves, even though the nine part wants to connect. Yeah. So there's this, that's where the inner conflict gets set up. Five has its own kind of negativism along with the four negative, right? Yeah. Would you say that if a nine had five
1: and four fixes that they would, they could be like the most negative nine?
0: That's <laughs> probably true. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, most negative nine uh, that would have this tri- trifix. No. And yeah, like, they're probably very likely to see themselves as a five or a four if they're not core nine, just because that totally. philosophy of the universe thing is going to be really intense here. Mm hmm. So this next tri-type is Emeka and I's, and this was named by my dear wife. Um, <laughs> four, five, eight is the useless beast. And what you've got is two reactive types, four and eight, um, a lot of being my own person, individual stuff. And you got two withdrawn types. So even if we've got this kind of like we're all out there being ourselves, doesn't go very far (laughs) because these two withdrawn types kind of make this tri-type useless and impractical. And it's like coming out with a lot of energy at certain times and needing a lot of alone time. And that alone time is not spent doing anything useful.
2: (laughs) Going under into the underworld is four and five, right? Yeah. I've said that's kind of useless, right? It's like, like the daylight world is the useful world, right? Right. Yeah. Four and five is in the useless world. I, I struggled for a
1: long time in my my 20s when i was couldn't figure out why i couldn't make anything happen that anybody else cared about and i did, it helped out to re- recognize like everything i give a shit about does not matter to the general public <laughs> for the most part i spend and- way too much time on five four shit that 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 It cannot be monetized on a grand scale.
3: <laughs> I also, I'd be really interested to see what like a social type of this mm. tri- trifix mm. would be because to me, like it's just three very not smooth types.
1: It was a guy that came to the group that yeah. um, uh, David and I know. it was one of the f- first collage typings that David did or readings that David did. Who's a uh, social self pres eight. What? Who's of this yeah. type. He came into the group and made a little splash when he was uh trying to get everybody's attention. But he's he's got a YouTube page
0: where he does typology videos and he's out <laughs> there, but he's still very withdrawn, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this is one of the more individuated uh trifixes in the sense that um you have four and five, which are about separating from others and, and you know, being against or negative in some way. And then eight is very bold about being against and bold about being negative. And, uh, you know, within each sensor, they're probably the most individualistic uh, yeah. types. And um, most, like, there's a sort of a part of the useless beast quality and underworld quality that David's speaking to is, like, there's a particular, like, pride in their own personal insight, inner vision that they're very, uh, they're, not, they're not holding back about expressing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's good that it's called Useless Beast because a lot of people idealize 4-5A. It's a tri-type that most people yeah. think that they are. Um, and it doesn't really, I don't think people really understand how self-involved or self, like, just stuck in your own inner world. The stuff that you might be into might not be useful or interesting to anybody else
2: but you. you know? and, just, it's, <laughs> and it's pretty negativistic. You know, it's... right isn't uh uh werner herzog that comes yes oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's he's a yeah. good
1: example yeah i mean he's he's uh, legendary in his own right but he's legendary for being herzog <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so describe him for a second i mean what's um he
1: herzog is a filmmaker german filmmaker uh who's probably one of the most sing- has one of the most singular voices in all of filmmaking He taught himself and he has his own very specific style. And the subject matter that he tends to focus on is just exploring the underworlds in terms of he's SPSO. So he goes all around the world looking for what he calls ecstatic images. Like he wants to find images in filmmaking that capture this unexplainable sense of what it means to be human.
0: But he but tends like to the dread of being human. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So he tends to explore subject matters. The, like he'll explore like what it's like for people who have never seen or heard anything or these dwarves who are trying to figure out how to escape the asylum or how to talk, talking to people on death row or talking to or exploring this guy who uh, loved bears and was killed by one and really getting deep into that. So it's like just getting underneath the skin of different uh
2: aspects of what it means to be human like you're not gonna be comforted by his film yeah Hmm. that's perfectly the opposite of comforting it's the hell of hell yes (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) if you're for listeners google uh either just the term or youtube overwhelming and collective murder (laughs) or (laughs) herzog H e r z o g on the obscenity of the jungle, and his speech is just like,
2: yeah,
1: it's perfect. Uh, I
0: just cream to it. It's just so. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, there, and, but, and the
1: guy is like a meme, like be, because they they'll have books or children's books where uh, Herzog <laughs> reads <children's> books. <laughs> and he's just talking about the, the existential dread of of humanity. I picked up the coffee cup, and in that moment, I realized we are all going to die. You know, it's just something
0: like like that. Honestly, if
3: you just look at his pictures on Google, it's just it's just like he kind of—it's it, terrifying.
0: Well, it's and not even—it's not even the horror of death. It's like the horror of having to live, and just the yes. horror of having—you <laughs> know the like that overwhelming and collective murder. It's like the yeah. teeming filth, of, and and like the the transition of a fruit into its bacteria and right—it's all know, of that yes so yeah. one of his one of my favorite Labyrinth. movies of all time that i resonate with more than most other movies ever is uh his version of nosferatu yeah that's a good one Anyway. yeah
1: so he's he's a good example of that uh of that archetype and i i hope people based on this roast of 458 recognize like um it's 458 eight's
0: not that great if you think it is sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you if you want to like just have your eyes roll into the back of your fucking skull. (laughs) Just Google uh, is, you know, Enneagram four five eight or whatever. And you'll find these people (laughs) on like some dumb fucking obscure personality cafe website or whatever going on and on about how fucking badass they are and intense. What and they're like, you know, it's so self-indulgent and boring and it's it's totally wrong. You know, it's like somebody's like, oh man, I'm so this and I'm so that I must be so much feeling and so much insight and so much intensity. The eight, you know, and it's just, like, yeah. it's just masturbating on on mm-hmm. some forum where you get like little upvotes or whatever. Because you know, it's so fucking dumb.
2: It's just not catching the hell at all. No, yeah. just like oh, I'm yeah. really fucking cool. I was <laughs> I was at a IEA a couple of years ago and and I met
1: someone who told me that they were four five eight and I I uh, pulled out. Hey! Oh, so you, that means you'd, you would absolutely love HR Geiger Giger <laughs> art. And I pulled out some some. If you don't know, HR H. Geiger is a, an artist, an artist from. Um, well, he's an artist of this of this trifix, and his art is uh, nightmare Inspiration landscapes. Inspiration for the movie Alien. <laughs> Inspiration <laughs> for the movie Alien. Yeah, is it's a big one. yes, yeah. So I showed it to her, and she was so disturbed. <laughs> she got up and left.
2: And it's like people <laughs> idealize. That- That's the correct response, right? I mean, that's...
3: Yeah, that's that's, the normal daylight living human person response.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Whereas the people who are identifying as 458 are just not even close to that space.
1: Well,
3: it's like
2: that space is beautiful. That's
1: where the good stuff is. Like, it's not... I don't know. I I guess it seems more real that
2: you have, like, the worst of it represented. You're saying it's beautiful from your perspective as that Trifix?
1: It's yeah, it's beautiful. It doesn't whenever if I see like bright, you know, whatever, it's not yeah. pretty, it's not beautiful to me unless you have incorporated the depth, some depth of hell. Like there has to be right. some alluding to that to some degree. All right, next type,
0: DJ. DJ. This is E79. This is drop the bass! When I started making this list was based on you know Alaria has all these like hippie friends and they're all djs and it was and and her dad and her brother her her dad her brother and her ex-boyfriend are all this type and it was just like holy fuck they're all djs and like literally actually djs or musicians or something but this type is the dj because it's like the nine and the seven come together to be like kind of upbeat they want to you know, the collective of nine and the seven both have this sort of, like, let's uplift the collective. And then the three, like, mm-hmm. actually makes it happen through some kind of profession or role or job or whatever. And so these types are consistently, uh, you know, and there, there's something hilarious where people of this tri-type, even if they're not actually DJs, will start to actually, like, be like, hey, here's a song. Like, you know, like, <laughs> actually start dropping beats. And they're the crazy. one that
3: plays the music on the road trips?
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's not even just the music, but kind of DJing everyone's collective experience, social like, okay, scene. Here's yeah. a link. Hey, what do you guys think about this? All right, here's another link. What do you guys think about this? Like, you know, try to get everyone excited and into, you know, some kind of collective party. Like,
2: like, there's a woman in the in the Facebook group who's that combo. She's a seven. Oh yeah. Uh, and and she's djing in the way that she's starting new threads yep right she's like really really trying to come on guys let's get some something going here let's get some fresh beats let's talk you know yeah
3: <laughs> yeah, that yeah three that. seven energy
0: yeah Upbeat. yeah there's a thing about engagement with this like like this might be the most friendly and engaging try type yeah. i think mm-hmm. yeah very mm. socialist my friend is staying with us he's a dj seven and uh we had a fourth of july party on our roof last night and like i mean i know that there's the whole COVID thing where like it was sort of a reaction to having not been doing shit but he was just talking to everybody and and it was just like dude we gotta go to bed you know it, it, the sun had risen you know and it was like we ha- you know <laughs> just turn it off for a second but it was just us <laughs> engaging and chit-chatting and you know he's a social type too but but was just so much of that kind of engagement the the beat had to keep going
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: so with that nine does it ever stop
1: well i think the nine is probably what like
2: gets them sort of spread out across different people and different social groups i think i had Mm -hmm. it's part of the likableness is the nine and it's also why they're not so they're and they're also not uh combative because they don't have one or eight right Yes. yes yes right so it's yeah it's it's got a certain it's like this is the person who has the capacity to be, to be the most popular yep. um, person
1: in class or, you know, someone that, I mean, the Bermudas have, like, universal
2: likability. Mm. This, this has, like, a, almost like a, a cool guy.
3: Yeah, it's like A cool guy.
2: It, it's also um, sort of that upbeat athlete thing. You
3: know? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. 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 Ugh, yeah. Just makes me hate them a little bit. A, a, a lot of the
0: guys <laughs> that you hated in high school because they, like, everybody yeah. liked them. Uh, or DJs.
3: Well, no. and the next one.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so this one is the most likable one—the guy that you hated. Oh, yeah.
3: Okay. True. <laughs> All
0: right. So the next tri type is <laughs> the Chad or the Stacy set three seven eight. So <sighs> you got triple assertive types, and so there's a lot of egoism, very little doubt, a lot of self confidence, expansion, putting wow. out there, thing loud. Uh, things bounce off them easily. Um, image,
3: image conscious.
0: Yeah, there's like a weird. It's like a weird mix of like you could like criticize them or try to hold them accountable for something. It's like whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but but at the same time, they're concerned about their looks and appearance and and yeah, you know, um, it's kind
3: of like they're doing the looks and appearance thing through the eight thing. Like the three is kind of moving through the eight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's it's it's
1: also triple to me confident like. Each of these types are, are sort oh, of yeah. cocky. Um, yep. An example, a celebrity example um, that I liked as a kid as just because he was a foreigner who sort of just took the United States by the balls was Arnold Schwarzenegger, which mm-hmm. who I think is likely three, seven, eight. Just that It was like right. his whole existence was, I can confidently take on bodybuilding. I can then stop that and go do movies. And then I'm going to stop that and go do, being a politician it's like what can't this man do (laughs) just on never-ending confidence and he's just like that jock chad
2: um that you would just hate (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you guys agree but i think bill clinton
0: might be that Mm. i gotta think about that one Uh, yeah but yeah Yeah. it's it's possible yeah i also think about uh this tri-type is it they're in real danger of being dumb and,
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, part of that is because of you know the the confidence that Emma is speaking to, and it's like you know when people joke about certain hot people like not being very smart because they can just coast on their looks. It's like this tri type can coast on their charisma, on their energy, on ha- sort of just the forcefulness of their personality, um, but not feel that they have to do much about their inner life. You know, part of what being an assertive type is, an eight, a seven, or a three is that there is a certain way they can hold the ego boundaries against themselves. Meaning most people, it's like, they're, they're enacting any kind of agenda or moving towards a goal. And, you know, if you're a withdrawn type, especially it's like certain impressions come up and, you know, you're very sensitive to what's coming at you from the outside, but you're also sensitive to what's coming at you from your own unconscious. And this type can be very split off from their own unconscious and just like, Mm. have a, like, it's like, a lack of feeling that there's a mystery inside in a certain way hmm. and so it's just outward expansive you know yep. big chad stacy energy <laughs> last up for this episode is our favorites uh the bermuda triangle three six nine you got three attachment types and as we've spoken to in other episodes attachment means that there is some way that in in, in the theory of object relations that some of what they divide into the protective function and nurturing function, so kind of roughly mothering role and fathering role, is outsourced. Meaning that in early development, you're supposed to integrate the, the nurturing function, meaning you'll be able, uh, able to see yourself, your identity, mirror yourself, love yourself. And then protective function is how do I move forward in the world independently? How do I create structure? And so all these types have different ways that they outsource those things. They they don't integrate them fully. And so the weakness in that is obviously that there is a lot of difficulty in separating who they are from um, the outer environment and outer influences. But the, a lot of the strength comes from that, too, because there's this profound openness uh, and there's this profound sense of being connected to a greater whole. And our fair Nancy is
3: mm-hmm.
0: a Bermuda. It's got yeah, a,
3: unfortunately
0: it's got a familial <laughs> feel to me. Because of all of
2: that, of everything you just said, John. Yeah.
3: Yeah. People always are always telling me that, oh, I just feel like I can tell you anything. I just feel safe. (laughs) I didn't want to hear any of it. So great. Thanks. Yeah.
0: I'm going to take (laughs) it in anyway.
3: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Now it's all become part of my, part of my, uh, myself.
0: I want to say real quick, the reason it's called Bermuda Triangle, uh, this name was given to us by Farah, who's been on earlier calls is that things get lost in them <laughs> it's like
4: yeah. hard to
0: find yeah. their ground it's there could be kind of this like hamster wheel of like what about you like I, I kind of can't land anywhere in my own pipe. it's like i'm going out over here and then over here is not a solid ground and over here is not solid ground and so it can kind of things get lost and they get lost themselves
1: it feels to me like like with the bermuda types that they don't the, the, their left hand doesn't know what their right hand is up to <laughs> and, and, and it takes time. My best friend is a Bermuda six. And I always know that let's say he wants to talk to me about something that's going on. I know that there's going to be an unfolding of <laughs> things that will be revealed that he has forgotten himself and won't hmm. tell me until, Oh, actually this thing that I could have told you three months ago is the central reason why this whole problem is that I've been having. And I, I got. Even though it's the most important thing, like so, there's an element of obscuring what they're up to themselves, obscuring what they're up to. So they're not sure, Uh, and you need someone else
2: who can kind of like point out, like, okay, this is what you're up to. And and one thing, and one thing is that just being abstract here, uh, that equilateral triangle is like an abbreviation for a circle, right? Like that would be Mm -hmm. if you were gonna do a circle in the enneagram like the most efficient way to do it would be on that triangle. So it's, it's cycling through and it's the center of each center, right? So center of the center of the center, like circle, 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 right? So things are getting lost, right? Cause it's, it's an efficient way to keep spinning, right? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. triangle and it, because it doesn't have any odd angles, right? It's equilateral. Yeah, so it
3: doesn't stop spinning.
2: Yeah. So yeah. stuff gets lost. I so thinking, I, I feel like a lot of times with
1: uh the opposite of what they're saying is contained within what they're, what they're up yeah. to. So, oh,
3: a hundred percent. Yeah. So if uh, you
1: go one way and you just wait a little bit, they're going to go the other way. Yeah. Right? You That's can, I,
3: you can stick me in a room with someone and I can find something I relate with.
0: Yeah. I can't relate yeah. to anybody. And <laughs> you know, like, like in contrast with like our tri type four, five, eight, it's totally, like, it's, it's like, my my thoughts and feelings and impressions are generally very clear and immediate and it's like this is where I stand this is where I stand yeah and and then so with Bermuda types uh you got like I think that they really need um they, like I think they often seek and look for a certain kind of consistency because yes uh, mm. and value mm-hmm. consistency totally. because they lack it in themselves and so they start to kind of trip over themselves in a way and you know when you're like well how do you feel there's a lot of ping-ponging and bermudying and circling and whatever that they have to go through and you know like OD in the last call like you know astrology is like an external force that he can kind of ping himself off of to get where he's at yeah and it
1: our relationship me and OD there is just an interesting chemistry between 458 and 369 because i not to say that i always seem to know what i want but it seems like i can have a solidified sense of what I'm about or what I'm doing and I can sort of cut through the bullshit for other people. So he, uh, he, like I think that's an energy that he gets from me is sort of being able to, this is actually the thing that you want. You, You can just stick with that. Like instead of going in all these different directions. And I think for me, what I get from him is just, there's a sense that he can pull in from a lot of different outside influences and I can, it can open things up for me in terms of, not getting too specific and negative in a, in a way that's maybe not always useful to me. Like there are other possibilities that involve other people.
0: (laughs) And and something, something about being so open too is they've got this um, you know, we spoke to a little bit earlier with Nancy, just like that sort of collective channel and Oracle almost like Mm -hmm. I did a, I forgot to mention, but I did a, a, a session with OD since the last astrology call and uh it was fucking incredible and it was like he was reading my life and it's this like this open channel so like on one hand we like roast Bermudas all the time on this call or these these <laughs> podcasts or whatever the other side of to to it is being really like open to like like the divine or the the, the skies or the oracle or you know being a, a vessel of something
3: When I was coaching, um, I would be like on. I did a lot of coaching via just phone calls, um, and I would be on these coaching calls. And a lot of the coaching I do is through physicality, um, like what's going on with your body. And I would be able to be like, "Oh man, I just like I just experienced this in my right arm," or I did this with my body, and they're like, "Oh, I just did that too." And it's not even a question; I just know what's happening. No. If I really tap into it, it's not—it's not an issue.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say—is if does that give you a like a superhuman three ability of being able to to tap into where people are at in terms of their value? Does the, having six and nine almost make you like a better channeler of where people, what people are wanting, and and what they're about?
3: Um, I—I I think I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm not quite sure I get what you're saying. <laughs> I had well, it for it a second, now, triangle, now it's it gone. <laughs> it's <No>. gone. <laughs> it spun into the it middle of the going, triangle, never to going, be found again. It went into the
1: <laughs> well, I guess for a three, um, my experience of this three, it seems like they are the three that can absorb the other the best or they can channel the other. So does that mean that you... Four or three have a can have a better sense of where someone is
2: at um, because you have six and in nine. other words, a three is usually thought of as having sort of an agenda right? yeah. that's going to block sort of lock out people in some sense because you're self interested mm-hmm. six and nine there's so much absorbency there
3: well yeah i think I think <clears> that's <throat> what made me really good as a sugar baby because I would be able to have these guys who are all very different like not to go into too much detail but some of them were like lawyers some of them were doctors some of them were really really sweet and some of them were really not sweet and so you know you could walk i could walk into the room and instantly like you know first time i'm meeting them i could be like oh you want this gotcha i got Mm -hmm.
0: it yeah, um, it was just being a Bermuda that made you a good sugar baby. Uh, yeah, nothing
3: else. <laughs> nothing about the fact that you know, I have a banging bot, I'm super hot or
0: anything. <laughs> There's the three we were waiting.
2: Yeah, there
3: it is. <laughs> yeah, but it was super easy and it wasn't even like I would have to I would have to kind of wade through the, the guys. whole
2: podcast, I mean, the whole time we've been waiting for that. And yeah. <laughs> I, I,
3: yeah these was guys lost would,
2: in the Bermuda.
3: Yeah, these guys would be like, I'll pay you to just have coffee with me. And I was like, Mm, i don't have that kind of time Hans. <laughs> but that's seriously because it's just easy
1: so it, you, you could really tap into what people would do to wanting because you could sense yeah. it yeah. yeah
3: yeah yeah i could i can sense it and especially if it has something You could tap with
2: that mm-hmm.
1: i can tap
3: that yeah if it has something to do with sex or men specifically i can tell you exactly what they want but when it comes to <clears> women <throat> i have no idea
2: so hmm. That's interesting.
3: Yeah, that's why I don't bang many women.
2: <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> well, I got to volunteer for you, as you know.
3: <laughs> I, know I know, I know. I got to get Brian on the on the wagon about that.
2: <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, Brian's not included in that. Oh, uh,
3: yeah. but he doesn't have to be included. <laughs> he never said he'd be included. She's online.
1: So wait, okay. Answer this: What do you, what as a Bermuda Three, do you feel? qualities you're looking for in a partner that you appreciate about brian for example what Uh, makes brian a good boyfriend
3: what makes brian a good boyfriend man i wish he was in the room for this um Uh i think the one of the biggest parts is like when i'm trying to get words out he waits he doesn't ever talk over me like, so, and that's like, like I'm so doing much. Now? Exactly. Like, all of you do to me every single fucking podcast. um That's why I only want to have sex with you and not date you. Um, oh, so,
4: it's working.
2: <laughs> it's not so, bad. <laughs>
3: it, it's like that was so much, actually
2: what he wanted to hear. Exactly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, it's so much more than just like just having like a, a discussion or an argument. It's like every day he doesn't, he makes plenty of space. For me to just ping pong off myself a million times a day, and then I come back, and he's like, "Oh, you're back. Okay, let's have dinner." And it's wow. so he he creates a space to wait for me.
1: Hmm. So to, he's like to get steady to where
3: I want to be. Yeah, and and he'll kind of just follow me where wherever I go, and then he's like, "Okay, that's fine." And he supports me. It's just that it's just that kind of steady, even, easygoing. But he's not he's not just gonna you know let me walk all over him.
0: Right. Right. Right.
3: But it's steady That's cool I don't know if that makes
0: sense yeah, No it makes a lot of sense Yeah Alright well, guys we'll, We're good. gonna get For the listeners We're gonna get to the rest of your Miserable tri-types uh, Next time it mm-hmm.
2: yeah, That'll be great All right. Enjoy
0: Alright Later dudes Alright dude. bye There y'all Bye Sometimes you gotta Close the door
1: To open a window
4: the joys. My eyes are green, I eat my veggies. I need to get her out the picture. She's really fucking up my frame. She's not developed like we are. Like magic, like magic, like magic, yeah.